Hello everyone, welcome back. Write that down. I'm Justin Nipper. I'm from FightGameMedia.com and I'm editor there. I'm a writer over at F4W Online, WrestlingObserver.com. I am back with Japan's leading pro wrestling author, historian, broadcast journalist, editor, sociologist, Mr. Fumi Saito. This week we're going to talk more modern times talk this week. We're not going to do a profile series this week. This week we're going to talk about some of what's been going on in the uh, world of pro wrestling, especially when it comes to what we talk about wrestling out of Japan. Uh, we first talk about Tajiri's new book. So, uh, if you're familiar with the content of the show, you're going to probably know who Tajiri is. Okay. He wrote a book a couple, he's actually written four books. This book was written in 2019. It's called what pro wrestlers are showing the fans. It was originally written in 2019. What it essentially is, it's like a wrestling theory book. It's based on Tajiri's experiences throughout the business. And he has a really unique path going from the indies in japan in the 90s dipping out going down to mexico meeting up with paul Heyman, super crazy ecw back to japan for hustle new japan his own companies working with all japan now he's been all over the place we're talking about his book because a it was translated into english and b our own Fumi Saito was part of helping out with the translation, so he had a bit to do with it, and he has a, a good inside look at the contents of the book and Tajiri's point of view. So we talked about that up front. Um, yeah, and if you're a fan of the show, I urge you to pick it up. You can pick it up on Amazon right now, hardcover or Kindle. But um, yeah, it's one of the first, I think it might be the first Japanese wrestling book that's been translated into English in like any con- like official capacity. I can't imagine. I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, I mean this is this is it. So, if you are interested, go pick it up right now. We also like if as if you couldn't get enough Forbidden Door talk. Fumi and I also talked about Forbidden Door on this week's episode. So we recorded it just before it happened. So don't worry, there aren't any spoilers. But we're talking in a more you know general casual conversation about it giving our thoughts ahead of the event we also talked about brian danielson and fumi's thoughts on him and his interactions with him in the past he refers to brian as the moral leader of modern professional wrestling very interesting he explains why midway through through the episode so that's generally what we're hitting on this week next week we have a special episode for you we're going to be doing the back to the profile series sort of deal and what we're going to give you next week is a profile in kensuke sasaki i think that's going to serve as a nice follow-up to our recent three-part series on rick's ricky choshu be on the lookout for that if you haven't already please give us a subscribe hit that button fight game media network podcast wherever you listen to your podcast spotify apple downcast find the subscribe button the subscribe button it helps us out a ton also speaking of amazon i have a book there too stronger than all it's a digital match guide to all the new japan strong matches over the past two years first two years of the show rather not the past two years the first two years 2020 2021 yeah 
that's enough of me. Let's get into Fumi and I talking to you. So it's uh, like to talk, yeah, talk about this, you know, Tajiri's new book. Uh, it's it, in Japanese version. It came out in 2019, you know, just few months before the pandemic, you know, pandemic. But the, the last, you know, last year or so, he's been working on it. And there's another person who translated this in, into English, and Tajiri uh, kind of contacted me and wanted me to read that version of manuscript and the, the, translated by someone else. And I, I thought I had to change some of these wording and, and uh, the nuance of things mm. and uh, to make it more progressing fan friendly English. So more natural. <laughs> yeah. Kind of uh, clean yeah. it up, edit it. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited that the, this is a real good book. Yeah. I'm looking and, forward to checking it out. It's um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, there aren't many books like that just in English or I mean in Japanese. It's not a typical. Yeah, and also, theme. yeah, like I said, it's a Jap. We we have a lot of Japanese wrestlers, you know, publishing, writing their own books, much like in the states. Mm-hmm. But it's either autobiography written by a, a ghost writer, or it's almost like wrestling magazine book version. Sure, I like think a long that, interview or something. Yeah, um, American books are, in a way, a lot more honest about work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in Japan, it's more, <clears throat> uh, it's not complete 100% kayfabe style, but it's more, hmm, protected and, uh, or dignified. Okay. <clears throat> you know, it's you know not, ex- I know what you mean. We can talk about secret, but it's dignified. And it's not expose, but you have to touch upon subject. What I noticed with that, especially when you watch the more like newsy programs, like on Samurai TV, Battlemen yeah. and such, there's, uh, it's almost like they tell you everything without t- telling you a flat-out lie. There's no lying, but they protect and dignify everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wrestling journalism in Japan. It's like yeah. I, was, I was so trained that way. Tokyo sports is a good example of like this, like, uh, yeah, but the Tokyo sports is total fantasy though. You know? it, it's a good starter to kind of introduce the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah right. Protecting the, they're not uh, business pe- peeling the, the curtain back. They're just, you know, yeah, it is hard to explain. It's kind of like a dance between yeah, what I exposing is everything. That the, you can actually show how to do this magic trick. Mm. You still can't do it. Right. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just, so I see. You, knowing isn't not really understanding, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or and fully comprehending or, you know, yeah. I, I feel like there's a a strong but small number of hardcore Japanese wrestling fans that do dig deeper and end up reading the Wrestling Observer and they, they want more of the real what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, by reading Observer, you actually lose a lot yeah like yeah like like i finally found out this was how it was right mm-hmm. then why did you get so excited in the first place you mm-hmm. lose it i mean I see. after reading observer or the american style wrestling journalism you have to come back and ask yourself the same question mm-hmm. okay what is it for you then you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
which is interesting because right now wrestling media is it is an important more important element than ever with what's going on in modern american wrestling it is it's not a huge part of the business but it's more out in front and attached and a lot of people they're yeah, going to get their news internet oriented you know that internet the oriented american wrestling media print print media never got that far or far or got that style it's yeah. also we've yeah. been in wrestling a culture Observer was never uh meant for a general public audience mm. that's right yeah. it it's like a trade always... magazine yeah yeah and then it's mail magazine basically you know mm. you use not on the internet but the, when they started it was it came in the mail every week mm -hmm. you know snail mail yeah but also over here we have to uh factor in in the late 90s Vince McMahon went on tv and sure, said sure. very bluntly this is this is not a athletic sport blah 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 we lost our innocence early on with wrestling yeah and there were even shows on MTV, like this is how, this is like a training, this is how we train a wrestler. Yeah, 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 but the MTV doesn't know at all. The, right, what right. They, what they don't know is, Vince McMahon said that though, but WWE will never announce who's going to win the championship beforehand. They won't, no. Yeah, it, it's just, um, I mean, the, the, the audience will go in there without knowing, you know, without knowing in, in the outcome of it just like going to watch a movie for the first time i think if you, if you like the movie you watch twice though three times but sure, uh, of yeah. course or a song it's the same same thing but I, I think nowadays the mainstream fans not they don't just want to see what happens in the match they just want to see what's going to happen what what is going to out uh, be the outcome of this what's the consequence is it going to be newsworthy is it going to be a moment yeah, which is then you understand less actually because what's it about is it's not about yeah, a, yeah. a a match or a fight or a contest anymore it's or what you know what you understand from that content mm -hmm. you know or what was the meaning of the outcome not i mean knowing outcome isn't understanding the whole whole thing in the big right. picture just yeah. like a mystery story like sherlock holmes it's we find out the who killed the guy in the beginning <clears throat> yeah it's yeah. how they did it why they did it such why did it yeah um but again it's just like you said how if um if a company like wwe doesn't have a, a plan they if the i always hear this argument okay when uh when i i and friends and colleagues we talk about Oh, this works and this doesn't. We get, we get, you know, we're hardcore fans and we like to to really dissect what we're we're watching and, and figure out why it works, why it doesn't. And there are always a couple of fans that like they what they want to do or what we want to do is not exactly. It's they say, oh, just relax and enjoy it. Just relax and enjoy it. But I think that if you're offering a product that is it's not as clear cut as say a contest between two people there's a winner and a loser if you take that out and you start doing entertainment and you start changing things week to week it like you said it confuses the fan Con might confuse the wrestler or the talent it's just what is not not what's the point but what's the intention or goal how do you want the people to feel and why do you want them to come back it's hard yeah, to figure out a... <clears throat> That that is exactly what's so unique about professional wrestling. That there's hundred, you know, fans in the room, hundred different ways to understand this. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and every person in a different level, you know. Which I think is why wrestling is very different right now. There is, everyone has their own uh, standard. They value mm -hmm. different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the product is product, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and, uh, Japanese wrestling fans, you know, there's a lot to do with that the, the, the whole Japan or the Japanese people being more reading oriented people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they read newspaper every day, you know. <clears throat> Whereas over here, it's a lot about verbalizing. It's a lot about the promo. It's a lot about uh, what the wrestlers and the announcers say and what they do outside of the ring that factors story in even more storylines. Yeah, drama. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in Japan, the drama comes from out of the ring. It's in the match. Yeah, actual, actual content of the match. You know, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody never cut the promo, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So so this, this is always a little difference here and there. Mm. I think How I long lost you. Yeah. On uh, the huh? camera. Oh, still... okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. We can keep going or... or... Okay, all right. Up to you. Uh, I, I, I have know a, that. I have oh, okay, a larger file, and you're in the in the cloud. I forgot. Oh yeah, right. no, it's okay. So yeah. these, these are the these are, these are the things that I wanted to talk about. That uh, the Tajiri's book is very very interesting, and also this coming week weekend, Sunday night in America, Monday morning in Japan. You got the finally got the Forbidden Door. Yeah, yeah, yeah and there was a big yeah. uh, build up for it last night on AEW Dynamite. We saw mm -hmm. Kazuchika Okada. We saw Zack Sabre Jr. We had more matches announced. Shingo Takagi, Hiromu Takashi will be there teaming up with Sting, Darby Allen. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are yeah. your thoughts? Uh, is there a buzz about this in Japan at all? Yes, and yeah. almost no. Because uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's so domestic-oriented, you know, wrestling fans in Japan, right? Because mm. I think that uh, if it, that the Forbidden, forbidden Door is only, av only available on, on New Japan World, and I see. That's for pretty much hardcore who already signed up with that, you know, platform, mm -hmm. and not just this nine ninety nine monthly fee, but for this special event, they're charging four thousand nine hundred eighty yen, almost five thousand yen. Yeah, just about the same price in the states. Fifty, yeah, one program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's they are suggesting a new business model for this, you know, for this special event. Yeah, I noticed month, that month, more and monthly more. fee wouldn't cover it, you know, for mm -hmm. the special event itself. Live event from America, you have to pay for certain, 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 you know. Yeah, I've noticed more and more uh, pay-per-view events uh, being available on New Japan World, like Glate. Their event and uh, the oh, Taichi even the Ta Takataichi Takataichi event yep. or the tradition Fujinami's event, yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah, they do that. And uh, or New Japan this... in the States, if there's a special show, you can buy it through that. If they're doing right, right, they did right. something sometimes in Philadelphia, fifty dollars, sometimes thirty dollars. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah so exactly. It's, I think it's uh, something to do with you know COVID pandemic and the live event and uh, it's. I guess the way they run their schedules has changed. They don't run as many live shows. And that uh, venue, you know, that uh, income, you know, that uh, all have to come come from online now, you know. So, or it comes from, what I'm noticing is it comes from these premium offers to super mega hardcore fans who want to <laughs> buy everything. Well, they have right. these choices to 
buy the $100 VIP ticket to buy the special pay-per-view or sign up for the fan club. Actually, since the prices are so high, there are smaller companies in the state that are able to sustain themselves just with these premium packages. So Get I think, more cash from individual fans. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's something that it's just a different, um, what is it, like a different strategy. It, it's a way to get more revenue yeah, but it's also marketing too you know this day and age you know the internet is not forever free you know that mm. uh, it, it has become money making machine mm. yeah mm. yeah so the we'll pay-per-view wasn't a big hit in 90s in japan because you know wrestling for wrestling you know the, the network channel always covered major major you know like a new right. japan and old japan that it's for free tv basically you know mm -hmm. And sometimes if it's Tokyo Dome or Yokohama Arena, Budokan type of show, they have network special, 90 sure. minutes special on primetime, still free, you know, regular TV. But now it's everything's moving towards the streaming and internet, the, the moving picture. The, uh, the, the internet used to be everything free to read or watch, you know, sure. but now it's you have to really pay for it. And... It's television that's moving into internet, not internet moving into television industry. You know what right. I'm saying? Like Abema yeah. TV is a good example of that in Japan. That's internet television. Free, kind of, if you have the subscription. Well, to an extent. And, uh, oh, even Ameba TV and Wrestle Universe, sure. special event, you have to pay for additional mm. fee. Yeah. And that the January, back in January, there was the Yokohama Arena, uh, New Japan, I guess, Pro Wrestling, no one-shot deal. Mm-hmm. Four thousand yen just to watch yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Forty dollars to watch two hours, you know. I think it so was the same uh or they delayed it over here or something like that. It was delayed. Right. But the, that Yokohama Arena portion, if you waited another week, you would have been able to watch on New Japan World for mm -hmm. free too. Not free, but the that the subscribers are, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's an all new business model. Yeah, what was the I forgot what was the main event announced for the for, Forbidden Door? Uh, the Forbidden Door we got Moxley and Tanahashi for the interim right. AEW title, and also there's a a new four way match between IWGP World Champion Jay White, Kazuchika Okada, Hangman Page, and Adam Cole. Okay, very. Interesting. That's going to be a four way match. Also, I heard that uh, Tomohiro Ishii won't be there. He he injured his knee. So he won't be right, competing right. in the match. He was replaced by Clark Connors, uh, ex-Young Lion. Right, right. Yeah, some people were hoping that, uh, you know, something like uh, the Tomohiro Ishii against Samoa Joe or something will take place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely. I think uh, people are relatively excited, but also a lot of people seem kind of like... The way uh, they laid out that the Dynamite two weeks ago, having all that many Japanese wrestlers, it didn't really have the video package to introduce Japanese superstars. Everyone's saying the same thing. There's They don't know yeah. who these people are. I think last night they only said the names Shingo and Hiromu. If you're not a fan of New Japan, how do you know what that means? That's yeah, really hard. It's yeah. hard to sell it. And I, I understand there's also that issue of uh, New Japan would have to loan out footage to Warner AEW, so that and that's another. Uh, maybe they didn't want to spend the money on that. I don't know. I think we got two companies working together, and I think they're they're still. Uh, I don't know. Based on New Japan's yeah, past, they're not always business. Business like this has to be win-win situation. Sure, sure. For everybody, all party involved. 
Hmm. And uh, you can't give all the dream match at once. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And uh, New Japan has New Japan's agenda, and AEW has AEW agenda. And uh, yeah, January, the, uh, the oh, G1 Climax coming, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the fall small hall coming, and everything will go, you know, go towards all the storyline go towards January 4th, Tokyo Dome, you know. I thought and, it was interesting uh, that they announced the G1 for this year, and you don't see any AEW talent. I think this is. Uh, I don't think AEW talent would be available for three week tour. Right. I think only Lance you know? Archer will, will be there, but he's he's not on every. He's week, more in so. New Japan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? He was in New yeah. Japan for a lot longer, yeah. anyway. So. Or oh, oh, uh, the Good Brothers, for that matter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. More, it's we have more New Japan wrestlers than you know Impact wrestler. So I think a lot of fans don't feel like uh, they're. A lot of fans, I think, want to be treated special. Not not that yeah. that's good or bad or anything, but we were bred on this idea to, it's all about the universe you are in charge you have the control and i think the idea it still lingers and it it's kind of like well why aren't we getting the special event why why can't we get something that's as big as tokyo dome um right, right, right. i i get it but he also it also sold out before any of this was announced so I can see why work hard, huh? <laughs> why would you? Why would you give all your best matches yeah. away yeah. if the cards already sold out? Right. I don't know. There's lots and of things. to One factor. disappointment was that uh, Brian Danielson won't be on the card, huh? That's right. He's injured. He did announce that Zack Saber Jr. would take on someone of his choosing, some mystery opponent. Right, right. So, oh, because Brian Danielson against you know, Zack Saber Jr., you could almost picture everything in your head. It's yeah. going to be like, you know, and it's like a showcasing their talent, you know. Mm. And Brian Danielson, of course, the key person of AEW, but also he had very healthy relationship with Japan right from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know. He, Brian Danielson, you know, right out of high school, wanted to go to Malenko School in Tampa to become a wrestler, but there was in, back in 1999, there was no more Malenko School, and he went straight to the, the San Antonio, Texas, Texas Wrestling Alliance, and trained under Shawn Michaels, you mm-hmm. know, and Funaki, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2001, he already had a developmental contract with WWE, but instead he chose independent path, you know, and every single independent company he's been to, he became champion. And also, he that, that he paid his own, you know, transportation, went to Inoki Dojo and stayed there, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2002, 2003, uh, Inoki Dojo is very interesting. The people like Rocky Romero or young Samoa Joe or uh, not very young CM Punk, you know, before he was like really, really like in his individual, his himself, but Akia, you know, the amazing Kong, all mm. those people are trained, you know, not under Inoki, Inoki Dojo, good name, you know, but the, he didn't really train American young talent, but he became the place. It's a big graduate wrestling ring and all the bunch of weights. So the lot of hungry independent wrestlers from all over America, People like Daniel, Brian Danielson, the Samoa Joe, the you know, you name it, they were there on their own, and uh, every single one of them became somebody. Very interesting. Yeah. And, even uh, even if they didn't uh, do pro wrestling afterwards, I, I, Nakamura was doing MMA around that time. Uh, like a Ryota Machida. Yep, or somebody like that. Uh, you had a, it was yeah, definitely but, a 
it reflected what was going on in Japan too, the dark ages where MMA and kickboxing were much more popular. Well, some place you want to work and learn something, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and Brian Danielson as an American dragon mask guy, right? Mm -hmm. He toured, you know, New Japan between 2002 and 2004, mm -hmm. and even got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Title with Curry Man. Who, That's right, who Christopher is, Daniels. Right, yeah. And also he toured uh, Pro Wrestling Noir and became GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion. So he was working regularly with Japan before he was Br Daniel Bryan, the big, you know, yes, 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 yes movement. Mm. And uh, he, Brian Danielson is so interesting because it, it, 20 years ago, he'll be told you'll be too small to be a wrestler, right? Mm. Yeah. But uh, he proved the whole world wrong. And uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting. He became four-time uh, WWE champion and one time what the world heavyweight champion. He's a Grand Slam guy, you know, winner, tag team champion, the Intercontinental champion, the European, not European, but he had pretty much every single championship belt in WWE. Won, uh, also won the Money in the Bank and headlined and main evented two WrestleMania. You know, so he's very, very interesting. Then he's one of the very few people who walked out I mean, in good term. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yep. Yeah. Still married to, to the uh, Brie, Bella. Brie Bear, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, he is very influential uh, figure that uh, Brian Danielson against Okada, uh, the, the Brian Danielson against Tanahashi, Brian Danielson against Naito, every one of these matches will be the dream match. Mm, yeah. Mm. And uh, I think that the, the only way New Japan, AEW, this thing work is that you just, AEW exists as AEW and New Japan exists as New Japan, but those two recognize each other and probably meet twice a year. You know? Sure. Yeah. to give just dream matches mm -hmm. yeah yeah so, so that's what's gonna be i i think yeah mm -hmm. it's not regularly and uh it's a healthy i think because it's like yeah. not like one company is giving up and you know marging into the other you know and uh, each company like i said aew has aew's agenda new japan has a new japan's agenda which is fine, you know. But they have to push each other. They have to push each other to both produce uh, equally good product. Because we saw at the Madison Square Garden show in ROH, it was a very lopsided mm -hmm. show. A lot of people thought of it as a New Japan show with oh yes, yeah, matches in between. I think they're probably trying to avoid that. So there has to be some some kind of working together, not completely together, but propping each other up and and pushing each other to be uh, or to entertain and gain more fans. Yeah, ROH in New Japan, AEW in New Japan. So like, I don't think ROH in New Japan were much equal. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It was basically New Japan show ROH helped promote in New York City. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of how it felt like since they started doing the, when they got together in 2014 and did the tours in the States. Yeah. It felt like uh new, but it was also new Japan. It was like reintroducing new Japan to the United States too, because they hadn't been, sure. you know, uh, on TV or, or promoted or talked about in years, unless you're a hardcore. Yeah. Fan. And also that the, the, the completely different roster, sure. you know, different yeah. look, yeah. English mm -hmm. commentary. Sure. Sure. 
So, so this yeah. is New Japan's opportunity, you know, to expand. Yeah. 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 And we'll New Japan happens. do have English-speaking television show, too. Not the television, but the internet show, too. New Japan Strong. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, New Japan Strong, uh, and they got the um, uh, YouTube channel with all kinds of right. things. You, it, it's a different game. It's a different uh, approach. And, and the new. New Japan American roster now, too. Sure. Yeah. They're, they It's like a West Coast indie, almost. It's almost like uh, it's a regular. They do regular live shows. It's not the mm-hmm. hugest thing in the world, but it's used to help develop well, these younger pretty stars. Steady. It's not just once yeah. or twice thing. It's regular. Yeah. yeah. It's regular, and, and those we're seeing... Younger yeah, and yeah. then LA, you know, New Japan, LA Dojo trainee will eventually go to Japan. Sure, you know? and vice versa. And maybe yeah. we'll see Japanese talent come over to the States one at a time, two at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or younger people like Yuya Uemura doing uh, excursions. Uh, Uemura, yeah, of course, yeah. It's very interesting. Maybe a, to see. And then they become more English-speaking and uh, sure. more naturally international oriented wrestler you know the mm-hmm. very first generation of japanese wrestler to do so you know yeah. and it's all kind of uh, uh what's the word new japan is in charge of it there's a safety net it's not like tajiri <laughs> going by himself to mexico or right uh, safety or, net right like we talked about ricky choshu going to montreal uh, french canada by himself <laughs> it's not like that anymore yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, like for Choshu's case, you know, after he went to Montreal, there was a month period that he didn't have a match. You know what I'm saying? So he had to really adjust and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in Florida, you know, Choshu didn't really have full time schedule with NWA Florida. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, he worked whenever he was able to. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's different. Oh, completely different now. Yeah. It's very interesting. Well, I'm interested to see what the pay-per-view will be like on Sunday. Hopefully it's a success. Right, right, yeah. right. And I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing more interviews with Japanese Wrestling Magazine, too. The night, uh, the, the same night, it's Monday morning in Japan, sure. right? Uh, the Forbidden Door. That Monday night, I'll be doing interviews with magazines here. Oh, good. Yeah. How All I right. felt about it, yeah. Because uh, um, even... even Wrestling magazine editors and writers, they don't really have this concrete idea of what they're doing. Right. You know? Yeah, they know it's a big deal, but uh, what it means or where they're going from here, you know? And uh, yeah, where are you going with this, you know? Well, I think the, the most different thing about all of this, at least in my experience, when I grew up, when there was a Japanese pro wrestler on TV, a lot of people checked out because it was it was like, Oh, we have a guest. All right, they're going to have a match, and then uh, that's it. You never really see them again. They don't. They're not in the storylines. They're more. It's, it's guest a guest appearance. guest guest appearance. And um, but for fans like me, I was always like, "Whoa, who is that? I want to see more of that." Now, fast forward twenty more than twenty years. This week on cable television, Hiroshi Tanahashi is the closing scene on a cable show. At, Kazuchika Okada has people standing out of their seats and losing their minds. So it's a very different layout, a landscape in the States right now. It's people not only know of Japanese pro wrestling stars, but they want to see those stars, sometimes over homegrown stars. It's just like uh, Japanese animation. 
Estimation, yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say, Just like yeah. any other export, I think people, because of the internet, because there's much easier access to check out these products, I think they're developing a lot of younger, more open-minded fans who want which this style. Which is good. Oh, yeah. Which is very good. Very it, good. It is an alternative to WWE. WWE offers one type of wrestling. New Japan offers a different type. And AEW offers a kind of mix between both. Like uh, we were talking about earlier with Tajiri's book, it's a different viewpoint of what wrestling is or should be. And I think we're in a, a time where people have more choices and they're going to define their fandom that way. They're going to define it by following just exactly what they want, what they like, because there's so many options. So, All right. And Japan still is a big part of it. Still niche compared to WWE Universe audience. Absolutely. You know, it's Absolutely. so much bigger. See, hardcore fans will never say a good thing about WWE or their, sure. their television. But uh, secretly, they watch it every week. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> you have to, you know? Right. But then watch your favorite shows. I, I, think, I think it should be good for New Japan in Japan, if that makes sense. It's it always looks good. It's always good marketing for stars to go and come back, go to the mm -hmm. States and come back. The reverse export theory where yeah, it yeah. kind of builds also, their credibility. look fresh mm -hmm. or motivated even more or the, just something about him just changed or polished or you know, confidence like or yeah. Yeah. And fans see these other people, non-Japanese fans going, wow, I love, Tanahashi, I love Okada. And they go, well, wow, this wrestler is really more of an impact than I thought. I know they're popular here, but wow, they're so big over there too. I got to like them even more. They must be that much more powerful, that much more influential. And I think or we see that. actual superstar. Sure, yeah, yeah real yeah, superstar. Yeah. Beyond Japan, yeah. not a domestic superstar, but the worldwide right. superstar. So... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, hope, hope, hope. Yeah, they, yeah, it's not the one shot deal. It just, it, it isn't. But uh, yeah, something that you know, always have this invi you know, invisible tell up on your screen say to be continued. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, I hope it goes on past this year because I think this year is going to be the experiment. And yeah. I think that, yeah. Well, it's just too bad. It's only like maybe like a five different Jap five companies in Japan that is capable of carrying something like this. New Japan, right? Mm -hmm. Pro Wrestling Noir, right? Mm -hmm. New Japan, Pro Wrestling Noir, Stardom, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe All Japan and Dragon Gate. Mm -hmm. I would go Dragon Gate before All Japan just because they had right. at least their and hardcore there was, such, there was a thing called Dragon Gate USA before. There was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and also, a lot of those wrestlers are in AEW now, or in NXT. And Brian Danielson, yeah, was right there with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Dragon Gate USA was what ten years ago, fifteen years ago already. A little more than yeah. that. Yeah, I always kind of looked at it as a kind of sister to ROH at the time. Not that it technically oh, was, yeah. but well, the wrestling yeah, the, style the, the, was the same size body. Everybody's pretty much you know junior heavyweight, light heavyweight, cruiserweight type of body, and everybody pretty much flies. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, that's where we so, first. Uh, yeah. A lot of people saw Shingo Takagi the first time was in that situation. Right now, Taka, Shingo Takagi what 25, 30 pounds heavier, mm. you know, longer hair and heavyweight. New, yeah, yeah, New Japan guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very interesting, though. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. 
Right. Well, because Brandon Danielson was skinny, short little guy too. You know? Right. Yeah. And he never had to change his uh, his body or his style or anything. Well, that actually, much... his upper body is much bigger now, though. But he's definitely then... bigger than he's been in years. But there was also that time where he couldn't really. Um, he was Left he was out. He was right. retired, technically. Yeah, with but... neck injury. Yeah. Hmm. What's interesting about Brian Danielson was that while he was retired and working with WWE as like a general manager of SmackDown or something, he still searched and seeked second, third opinion doctor and found mm. the second opinion doctor and got the goal from it. And mm -hmm. uh, even Vince McMahon and the system had to allow him, right? You gotta be, you know, the doctors, you know, okay that uh, you're going back to ring, to, the, to work in the ring. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and two years later, he's out of the company. You sure. know? Yeah. yeah. So it was so like a warm very up. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So, so I think Brent, uh, CM Punk had six years of MMA. That was sure. just for him, you know? Hmm. But uh, I, I'm not saying that the CM Punk wasted six years of it, but because uh, that, that was something he really wanted to do. And hmm. he went into UFC. And, but, didn't really become UFC superstar either, you know. Mm -hmm. And six years later, people wanted CM Punk back, mm. and he's so loved, you know. And, One of the uh, most loved, and he he made natural, money that's for sure. Natural, natural baby face, right? Whereas, Brand Danielson didn't really take that kind of time off. No. He took time off because of injury, but he came back and and then the, the, started working in WWE ring again. Then became. WWE champion again, you know. I even remember during that time he was out, but he also he would show up. He would do commentary. He would sure, interview people. Sure. So he, he was never out of the out of the fan sight. Yeah, yeah I, well, I general, never felt general like he man, disappeared. General, general manager, manager right. of, of SmackDown too. Yeah, so he was always on the mic, and mm. uh, yeah. So he was always in and our minds. People, but... people didn't really forget about ES movement, you know, no. not that far back. So right. So yeah, he all. is, I believe, Brian Danielson is a very much of the key person of this whole undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. And also maybe he, Brian Danielson might be the only person who can talk to Tony Khan, like knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He has yeah. the, uh, what's, uh, the, not just the experience, but the authority or credibility. Yeah. People, people talk love. sense into Brian. People. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. He seems like, like you said, we were talking yesterday. Like he's a the moral, moral compass, a moral figure, a yeah, moral leader, a yeah. leader of uh, pro wrestling today's today. pro wrestling generation. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, I think so. I think so. But he still plays, uh, you know, heel. He plays a heel role right now. He's Which in the heel is role. okay. It's sure, but the, his what he does in wrestling television is still believable. Right, the it way doesn't... he delivers the interviews, you know, and it's not so far away from the reality. Not wacky, and, uh... not silly. No, uh, no. Uh, you would see a similar kind of uh, promo style in New Japan from one of their guys. In Japanese, same. Uh, it's aggressive. It's within the context of wrestling, but it's not. Um, I don't know. It's not. Uh... No, I'm not gonna tell you he came from Mars or anything like that. Sure, it's not. He's not. A... <laughs> right, yeah. right. Uh, so yeah. and also he talks about wrestling as a competition mm -hmm. and it's true that it's true that the sense of competition is there that's what internet audience kind of misses 
Mm. Yeah, we go back to the conversation we had 10, 15 minutes ago. Mm. Knowing contents or the storyline that the angles or other things beforehand doesn't necessarily help you understand better or you know more. Right. Yeah. It and, takes away and, uh, depending yeah. on the match. And if you think about wrestlers and their dressing room and backstage, yes, all the, not all, but the most of this, you know, very motivated wrestlers are trying to outperform one another. Mm. The sense of competition is there. Mm. Sense of as competition. As a performer. Because it's, it's, oh, it's a competition. Who is sure. better, actually. Yeah. Or who sells more tickets. Or who, who sells, sells more merchandise. merchandise. Yeah, who gets it's, the loudest it's reaction. Real. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a popularity so, contest. Whether that's not good or bad, it's just what it is. It's, it's yeah, part but of not the... just because companies, you know, shove this wrestler down people's throat. People right. has to, you know, has their own choosing, you know, mm-hmm. that the, who they like and who they don't like, or what they, you know, what what they enjoy in the ring. You know, the good wrestlers are good wrestlers. Not so good workers are not so good workers. It's really obvious, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I really believe that wrestling has a. a a three-way relationship that helps it function. You got the management or the people with the money. You have the talent, of course, but you also have the fans who are kind of a wild card because these days, sometimes we don't know what to expect. It's like the yes, yeah, it's, yes. It's also it's, was, like a, it's like a voting. Yeah, yeah majority yeah, vote. Your, the, your, your vote count. The, yeah. uh, the, the yes thing, that wasn't that just no it wasn't it, planned it, it, he did it a, a few times daniel bryan was doing the diego sanchez tony robbins kind of i'm saying yes so many times that i believe in myself and i believe what i'm going to do is going to happen it was part of the character at the time and it just turned into this organic thing that still happens today yeah but but, but it's really really him Really? Yeah, it, it wasn't a written idea. It was just something that came out of the live performance. No, it's not written by WWE writers. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, and the fans do, in a lot of ways, dis- decide. Not decide, I don't know if that's the right word, but they dictate uh, how, you know, they're going to feel this way or that way. We do like this, we don't like that. And in WWE, sometimes it doesn't matter. They have their, their plan. This is what we're going to do. However you react, it's fine, but we're going to, do this whereas other companies sometimes bend and yeah, um, yeah they're so accommodate. big they can't they could afford to be arrogant sure i mean yeah. when you have that kind of money and that pull and the so many years on television it's and the basic popularity in general public yeah, yeah. i but you also i think have to remember that there are people that there's another market out there that are willing to watch but they just they want something suits them their taste uh i think with all these new options out there there are going to be different kinds of fans it's not going to be as mm, not i don't want to say shallow but like there's more uh it's more variety there are more it's just like music it, it, imagine if there was only one style of music or one record label <laughs> i mean that means we would get one somewhat style yeah, yeah, or uh, or a limited amount of styles, but there's no reason why there can't be all kinds of options. I mean, I think the the idea is that the word wrestling is maybe the wrong word to be using for whatever it is now. I mean, we have to say it because there's no other. I mean, it's like you said, over hundred of years, it it's turned into something. Hundred fifty, hundred eighty years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so that 
the, the language, we're going to keep that, but what it is, like, in Tajiri's book, people see it a different way. It's, yeah. It, it, we're kind of it's still growing, too. Still figuring out what it is. Of course, it's the oldest sport in mankind. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that the sumo wrestlers in third century worked. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. it was the yeah, uh, first pro wrestling? So. Uh, or ritual, you know? That sure. you don't just you, you just don't wrestle not knowing the outcome, but it's more about ritual and uh, part of the part of the festival. Or you and know that's how it is, though. It's even today when Chris Jericho comes down. What's the ritual? Everybody sings his song when uh, but people do the yes chant. That's another ritual. People like sure. these social rituals is social yeah uh, because you be part of the part of the ritual too you know you participate mm -hmm. mm. and yeah, that's why the, the fans are that other extra element that really decides where the product goes yeah booing booing and cheering is also participation too of course you of know? course yeah it changed the mood and the air of the whole building in the match mm -hmm. so but these I mean, days, whether vince uh, mcmahon like it or not you know right right yeah, but yeah, because a, a boo and a cheer is different now. We don't know. I mean, sometimes people boo a heel because he's doing a good job at being a heel. So there's also in, in Japan, people boo wrestlers when they don't like what they're watching. <laughs> yeah, or in Japan, this is interesting. When people really don't like it, sometimes they say stay very silent. I think that's also. Uh, I know, I, treatment? I've heard so many uh, foreign wrestlers complain about wrestling in Japan, and oh, I don't want to quiet there. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, kill my body for people that aren't going to make any noise. And what I think some wrestlers don't understand is a lot of the reasons why they're not making noise is they're not into what you're doing. They just they're watching, be, yeah, yeah. They're wa they're watching. They're not really into it, and uh, they're also trying to be polite. They're not going to boo you if you're not talented. <laughs> That's not how it is. <laughs> Because if, you, like we were talking about Ricky Choshu the past couple of weeks, you can't tell me that Japanese crowds are quiet. Are you serious? You watch those videos. It's Isawa, like Kawada, Kobashi. Heard stories Muto, about these these Hashimoto. venues shaking with yeah. sound, and, yeah. and I've I've well, been like to Cork and I've been to Tokyo Dome too. It's it's amazing how it's like a it's like a thunderstorm when people really love something out of wrestling or a wrestler in particular you hear it sure. for sure. sure so and it's interesting how that influences how fans today interpret wrestling how they act oh, ultimately, the show. ultimately though i'm hoping that uh, by doing this you know the combined you know superstar dream dream match event between aew and new japan it, that the style of wrestling will you know become non WWE, non AEW, not even New Japan, but something new, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in a different context or something. The one thing that people see are talking about a little more now is because of the there's uh, AEW, New Japan, modern style sometimes tends to be quite uh, physical or intense, and there are more and more guys getting injured. Uh, there are less tours, so that the whole wear and tear of a, a long tour is not as common just because of the situation we're in today with pandemic and social distancing and such but also the type of wrestling it's like you said the, there's a pressure to outperform on a show one another 
And sometimes, I mean, I'm I'm sure you saw a couple weeks ago at the Saitama Super Arena the the slap everyone was talking about between Nakajima and Tetsuya Endo. I I think that's a good example of how far some guys are willing to push it. It's, yeah. I mean, you don't even really see those kind of slaps in mixed martial arts. It was something that you might be only see in pro wrestling because of the context and but, and the willing willingness. Yeah, and uh, and uh, willingness to do it and willingness to yeah. to take it as well. So there's also that to factor in. How how physical yeah. should it be? Well, then again, you know, you have to give people like Cody Rose credit going to the ring with, you know. The, what, what I want to give him credit the most on, though, is he did it, but it also really enhanced the story because there was a lot sure, of story sure. that it was really well executed. Everyone involved did a great job. And because of that, I think he had the the sense to say, OK, I'm hurt, but I can do this because I know it will add something a little extra to the story without having to do, you know, you don't have to ju jump off the, the cage, but having that extra Work element. Work around it, of course, yeah. I mean, people still people talk know about the injuries, it. Yeah. yeah. And also by doing so, yes, he elevated himself to Absolutely. much bigger star, much bigger star. And yeah. in, in ways, uh, Seth Rollins, I think, He's looked oh, at even such a good worker. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was perfect in the match. Yeah, the in injury thing. Yeah, of course, the style too. But the injury occurs in WWE. How many times did the, 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 the Triple H side was sidelined right. in length of period? Yeah, he mm -hmm. was injured a lot. Yeah, but also, and speaking of injuries, this is also a time where you could factor in when if you're in charge of a company. You, you have so many wrestlers. Why not start right. cycling them in and out? And and how, like how much time should somebody have off? Uh, yeah, but do you remember like a five year period? Triple H was so dominant. Oh my God! Yeah, Way I was at, dominant. I was at one of the pay per views in my hometown, and it was in yeah. Albany, New York. It was when he wrestled um, Paul White with it was the Sledgehammer match. I mean that that's that's the time I think of when when uh, Triple H just. Every time he turned on the TV, he was there. Um, it was kind of like a pause. It felt like a pause in wrestling. Where it's like we're gonna get this pretty much. If you oh, want wrestling, every every pay per view every month, Triple H was the main event. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was very yeah. safe. It was very safe booking. Um, <laughs> yeah. But again, like you said, it was also the, a restructuring time in wrestling in general. Uh, from not just WWE, but over in Japan as well. Um, I, and you sometimes see that in companies, they choose to, they say, hey, we're going to stick with the safe choice rather than really go for it. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, the WWE situation, that, there's so many different factors in that. So sure, it's hard sure, to, sure. to say just it one. Is, uh, there was not one noise about Vince McMahon's saga in Japan. That's funny. But why do you yeah, think that is? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no hmm. idea. Yeah, it's all in English-speaking world. You know, like Vince McMahon spent more money on sex than uh, purchasing WCW or something. And, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, it's such a man, male-oriented company that they proved again. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Um, and, uh, he's male been on TV. Yeah, yeah, he was on TV again, and it really... didn't say what people wanted wanted him to say. But the ratings but, uh, shot up. That's the unfortunate yeah. part. Yep.
Yep, they did some of their best ratings in a long time. Sure, because they want to watch. Uh, is he going to say something about that? That's you know? the that's the idea that people want to see what's going to happen. Not necessarily in the ring, but what's he going to say? <laughs> or uh, MJF yeah. a couple weeks well, ago. I guess people are into that. Individually, that's what Vince McMahon is like, you know, and then how mm. people perceive him, you know. Uh, just scan very much scandal in oriented uh, individual or something. Yeah, it's and, his character. Life imitating art, art imitating life. And at the end, end of the day, you don't know which is which. Right. <laughs> yeah. And somebody yeah. like that can you know slip away in that kind of confusion. They and also, then... he's been doing that for decades that he himself doesn't know the difference. <laughs> and I mean, he's getting up there in age. I don't even know if he realizes yeah, yeah. he's doing it. But right. also Johnny Ace was part of this too, who was a big star in Japan. But yeah. is that even talked about over there? I mean, is he? No. Nope. Yeah, because he's John Laurinaitis over here. He he's not all Japan's Johnny Ace. He's, you know, I don't know. Um, right. I, it's the, the 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 Vince and John thing hasn't been on news at all. The Yahoo never picked up or anything like that. And uh, it's it's funny that I thought somebody would be talking about it because he stepped down from the CEO, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I mean, uh, he said much t- temporarily. Well, but, he said but then again, we... WWE does not have TV in Japan. That's right. right. As of earlier this year, they. Yeah, they, yeah. That the J Sports, that the satellite sports channel, didn't renew their contract, and hardcore WWE fans in Japan are watching Raw and SmackDown on YouTube twenty-four hours later. Hmm. I see. Yeah, no, no Japanese subtitle, no Japanese commentary, nothing. But at least you can watch same Monday Night Raw and SmackDown 24 hours delay on mm. YouTube with no commercial, so it's like an hour and a half instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that's only for hardcore fan, huh? Mm. And because of pandemic thing, that uh, WWE hasn't had any Japan tour since nine, 2019. 2020, right. 21, 22 this year. No, yeah, they haven't had any any Japan tour for three over three years now. I don't did think they close their Japan office too. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, then again, it's not like about Japanese market, but the Asian headquarter uh, moved to uh, Singapore and Shanghai instead of Tokyo. So, so they're the looking Japan, to as a market priority is law, you know, right. They're yeah. instead they're going to try to localize. I, I could see. I mean, it makes sense. You want you'd rather expose yeah, your see. brand to a brand new audience who's not familiar. And with. also, when you go to Shanghai, it's complete hundred percent WWE products. When you go to Shan, uh, that uh, Singapore English speaking world, complete exact WWE that 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 you see in in America. I mean, it's an Asian country. And Japan has been very unique because we have, you know, the wrestling industry, local domestic wrestling industry that is really big. And that uh, WWE was the one who has to squeeze him, themselves into that market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They succeeded, but, uh, well, like some New Japan audience will watch WWE. WWE, I know, like a, just simple WWE fans in Japan, that exists too also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's really different. It's like in, in, they're in the pause that they are not announced, and I don't think they're gonna come back uh, this year. Japan tour, they can always blame on COVID, but uh, they really haven't run any Japan tour for like uh, over three years now. Hmm. 
Yeah. We'll see what don't happens. have a TV, and uh, it's very different. Yeah, hmm. yeah. We'll see what happens, and I guess we'll see how WWE fares in the next couple of years. Because I don't know if it's going to. Uh, it's hard to say what what'll happen. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, after we watch, after we watch Forbidden Door, let's talk about uh, yeah. this event and what we can see in the future, big picture. Yeah. And uh, let's do that next week. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's just like a, on on this write that down podcast, we don't really really talk about the current stuff that much, you know. That's but it's not like we're uh, his, you know, like uh, the podcast that does just history pieces. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes we have to cover. What's happening? And uh, yeah, yeah, this is big too. At least with what we talk about. Yeah. So after you watch Forbidden Door from America, I watch Forbidden Door from Japan, and see uh, you and I are watching the same product or not? Sure. <laughs> you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because Japanese audience will be watching the entire show from Japanese perspective. Is there course. Japanese commentary? Uh, on. New Japan World, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I see. Should be good. Should be. And also, there's like a uh, if you scroll down uh, New Japan World, you can watch uh, Dynamite, you can watch Rampage, you can watch Impact. You know, right? Uh, yeah, as long as there's New Japan talent in involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. They, oh they, yeah, they... it's Digest. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, yeah, if. If it's just a uh, impact only talent match, you probably can't watch that. But if it has, you know, Bullet Club or uh, Jay White or or whoever they send over, oh, oh yeah, Good Brothers or yeah, mm-hmm, or the brothers. potential, you know, uh, other uh, the the Impact Superstar or R, uh, not RH anymore, but AEW Superstar that potentially will have tour, you know, mm-hmm. in Japan or something. Yeah, that would be you know, people would be interested in. Yeah. So it's something to keep an eye on. Let's talk about it next week after the after the show. That sounds good. Yeah, because it sh- should give us some hint mm. where they're going with it. Yeah, both with AEW and New Japan. We'll see where b- both companies are kind of directed because this could be like a halfway point for you know going towards January, right? So mm-hmm, we might mm-hmm. see... This is where we might see some hints at the direction New Japan wants to go towards the or winter. Or there's a, a tech, you know, technology-wise, actually, you can have uh, two big shows. One in, you know, in America. Uh, let's say uh, it could be Florida, it could be New York, anyway, East Coast in America and Tokyo. Two shows combine pay-per-view or something. Mm-hmm. The time difference. See if it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The time difference. Yeah, we'll see. It it can't be helped to to get around that. It's just gonna. The only way that generally works, at least with Japan and the states, is I've noticed in New Japan, sometimes they end up airing some live events from Japan that over here on the West Coast might start ten, eleven o'clock, which isn't so bad, considering considering it's it feels like. You know, when I was younger, I would watch ECW at, around that time. It would come on so <laughs> okay. late, between 11 and 1, it would come on, so. Okay. Yeah. Go watch it. If you can, but it's understandable. We're also watching these on, like, a delay, like, a, a day later. That's a different yeah. um, different experience, too. You know, watching well, it live within, is, within, is within 24 hours, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. All right. Well, let's do that. Yeah. Let me say, let me say.